Ciao, everyone, and welcome to Acting Up with Cleo. My name is Cleo Volante, your host and creator of the show. I hope that my 16 years experience in the industry from America's Got Talent to LA Inc. and Brazella in between, we're here to help you in your acting journey. Our monthly roundtable podcast will take place over some great wine and casual but accurate conversation from a panel of guests coming from both sides of the spectrum. Industry professionals from around the world talking with actors such as yourself in an honest discussion about the bears and our directors, casting agents, writer, agent, producer, etc. really think. Acting is hard and getting a gig is even harder. But don't fret, it is possible. And with hard work, dedication, lots of passion and a little luck, you can be the actor you want to be. Episode number four, taped today on this fourth day of May 2017 in Hollywood, California. This show is entitled Mock Audition. I thought I was going to mix it up a little bit, bringing six actors as guests uh, with our guest of honor, John Swanbeck, writer-director of The Big Kahuna with Danny DeVito and uh, Kevin Spacey, and also speaker, author, creator and publisher of Clever Actor Tips. John has a unique talent for directing actors and uh, he gives classes to all these uh, new uh, up-and-coming actors in a positive way. Uh, we will read from one of my scripts, Another Day in the CIA, and uh, John will go around switching roles and giving them tips to help them perfect their audition. So we'll also post on our YouTube channel and also on Twitter some of the clip from the audition and you can see how John can direct actors with kindness and um, bringing them positive notes. So here we go. I also want to thank my friend Sam from Browns Aussie for bringing each time those delicious Australian pie. Thank you so much my friend. Browns Aussie is located 714 South Los Angeles Street, downtown LA. You can call her at 213-243-0770. Please mention that you've heard about her on our show, Acting Out with Cleo, and she will absolutely treat you like kings and queens, offering you coffee, and she has one of the best coffee, and small pie. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate your friendship and your kindness supporting the show, Sam. Yeah, go ahead, John. Um, my name is John Swanberg. And, uh, John, we know each other. <laughs> uh, there's one thing I want to say about, because um, I've been following you for years and we've known each other and I took his classes. Um, I love what, you, what, what you're writing and there's something really resonates with me uh, in one of your articles. It says 90% of directing is casting and I couldn't agree more with that. Right, yeah. Most people I think and most young filmmakers have no idea. No, they don't. No, but you know that's pretty commonly understood by people who do understand what works on film. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm flabbergasted when I have you know director who comes and don't know who to cast or cast anyone and don't see how the, the the ensemble of the cast don't work together. If you want, you know, the casting. And I was saying earlier to Tyler, when people get into the the room, the casting room, I see already who's going to be in it and how the chemistry is working. It's going to make my life way easier. Right, and we can often tell within a very short time yep. after the person's walked into the room. Absolutely. And then, you know, I just shot a film and Mino was in it, um, and the camera grabbed them because of the chemistry. Everything was working so fine, and we did no more than four takes for each scene. 
It was That's fantastic. That's the way it should be, absolutely. Yeah. It shouldn't take more than That's 60 take and, you know, going on. But I cannot emphasize more that, you know, how important it is to cast the right people. Absolutely. For, not only for the reason of the chemistry between actors or actors who understand the character who came up with a choice, but also, you know, for, you know, the production aspect. Uh, in terms of you want actors who like each other. You want actors who like each other and you want actors who are going to make things easier for the filmmakers and the crew as well, who understand how to get things done in four takes, who have what it takes to get something done in four takes. Absolutely. And they don't need a lot of maintenance. I like to tell actors, the, um, the more we have to work with you, the less we want to work with you. Absolutely. I agree so much. This is perfect. And that's one of the things we're looking for in auditions is, are you ready? Do you have what it takes? to show up in a film set and start creating. I like to say that actors should be able to create something believable, usable, and interesting in one take. Not that it's perfect, not that it's complete, not that we're not done, we're not that we're done exploring, but something usable that you can edit. Right. Something believable, because it's honest, and something that's interesting. Whether we're complete, at least we've got something. It shouldn't take more than, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight takes. When I hear an actor tell me they prepared for a, an audition, they did one of those self-tape submissions, and they did it in nine takes. And That's, we can see that, too. You yeah, know that. We can see in the film course. because it doesn't look honest anymore. It's excruciating. Yeah. And, I, and I keep on another uh, advice that I give to actors, and, and I find in one of your articles. I grew up, I love movie. I live for movie. I can, I mean, this is my food. And I'm surprised all the time to see actors who don't go to the movie, who I make reference to movie like, what, who? I'm like, are you kidding? I remember uh, uh, casting for uh, a film noir and I asked before in the, in the posting to give me one reference of what film noir had really touched them. And this girl said The Soprano. I'm like, okay, goodbye. It was nice meeting you. Right. <laughs> Bless you, you okay? Sorry, it's <laughs> So why you want to be in an industry where you know nothing about? Well, also, you know, I, I, try, to, I, I try to get actors to understand that filmmakers have a, a share a cinematic language that goes back over 100 years. They've been telling each other uh, um, uh, stories and, and developing characters together and handing them down from generation to generation. And then one generation does their own unique take on something that the previous generation has been doing. But filmmakers have a cinematic language they've been passing down and sharing for a century. And, and actors go into an audition and they're really, really good at looking like a, a good acting class actor. But they don't know how to do something the way it's done in a movie. And they don't want to do it the way it's done in a movie because it somehow violates their process of making it feel real. And they're afraid to go into an audition and just create the way it should look in the film frame and the way it should look in the... F because then the director or writer director is going to say, well, I can now imagine my movie because that person allowed me to imagine it. Exactly. And would you say um, that passion is the main ingredient for an actor to become successful? Absolutely. It's not, you know... I'm going to be rich and famous or, you know, it's just the passion is a drive yes. for, for them to thrive yes. and to move forward and take anything. And, and again, you know, when, okay, so for example, as of today, so the actors come today, all they have is two pages. They yes. know nothing about the script. So what I'm looking for, and then, I'm, you know, and you tell me, correct me, for what I'm looking for as a writer-director is what kind of choice they're going to make with those two pages. Yes. That's it. They don't know the story. Right. What choice are you making? Are you making a choice or are you just reading the line? Right. It is, there is no right, there is no wrong. That's right. No right or wrong. Just show me what you got. 
Right, and doing something interesting. Exactly. And doing something interesting, right. Then, then we can go from there. Right. Then we can talk about backstories and of the character and then right. build it up. But I want you to come, like, tell me how you feel when you read those lines and, and who are you? So anyway, so today we're going to start. Do you want to add anything about, you know? No. Okay, so we start. Yeah. Let's go with um, these two pages that I wrote. Just, you know, I took it from the script that I have. It's entitled Another Day in the CIA. So you can take it as whatever you want, but we start opening scene with the body already. So today we're going to have Mike, you're going to be Detective Blackwood. Yeah. Jan, you're going to play James. Yeah. And Alisa, you're going to play Michelle. All right, so go ahead and select your name. Hi, I'm Alyssa Barrett Jackson, and I am reading for the part of Michelle. All right, nice to meet you, Alyssa. And um, any question about the character before we start? Mm, I think you've kind of set us up to just okay. give it a shot. Oh, and yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. So, Detective Whitewood. My name's Tyler Carlson. I'll be reading for... No you're, no, you're reading for James, sorry. For James, yeah. So it's you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, don't you. I must be dreaming. Yeah. Is he okay? Can I talk to him? You're always so pleasant. Good to see you, Michelle. Don't get so emotional. I've missed you, too. All these years at the, at the agency, and you didn't learn how to lie. Go ahead. Just make it quick. Hi, James. Are you okay? I want to go home. You will soon. What happened? I came to see Mike's friend. I think, I think Leo was right about him. James, what did I tell you about this? I said leave it alone. What Kathy did with that man was wrong. I know, but something doesn't add up. What about Mike's text? Then now this guy's dead. Wait, what texts? Kathy had Mike's cell phone hidden in a box. Someone sent him three texts in Russia. Michelle, I think he's planning an attack. Do you have his phone? No, I lost it. But you have to believe me. Did you see who shot Mike's friend? I want to go home. Look, I know losing Kathy was not easy, but you can't decide to go play detective all of a sudden. I know you don't believe me. I promise we'll look into all of this. Take me home, please. Cut. Cut. All right. So what do you think? I thought it sounded really good. Yes. It sounded great. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's Alyssa or Alyssa? Alyssa. Alyssa. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell me what you were creating or thinking, creating, can you share your actor's process with me, your okay. actor thinking with me? Um, well, I guess my first step was to kind of look at the relationships between the characters. And as far as Detective Blightwood, when I started to break that down, I put in a layer of kind of um, a competitive nature, but also kind of maybe there had been advances that weren't reciprocated. So that there's that play in there of like, oh, what are you doing here? Why are you in my space? Um, but yet there's still the camaraderie of both being on the force or both being professionals. Um, and then when it came to James, um, I kind of took um, like a little brother perspective, um, but not actually related, but just someone I cared for that I was trying to figure out how to handle the situation. And that's how I started breaking down my thoughts and things for addressing. Oh, um, 
that sounds really thorough. Of everything you just said, how much of that is in the script, in the dialogue, in the scene? How much of, how much of all of that is from the scene, mm. did you get from the scene? Looking at the dialogue between Detective Lightwood and Michelle, there's that, that, pleas that mock pleasantry with the so nice to see, or I must be dreaming and, and don't get emotional, so I figured there's a little bit of contention in there. So just to give something to work off, that's why I moved from there. I guess what I'm trying to get to is, um, I th um, there's a difference between coming in and doing a really good job of playing the scene and coming in and contributing as a film artist. We're not looking for people who come in and do a really good, just do a really good job of the scene. That's going to be flat and one-dimensional. We need something else. And that's also how you're going to create something interesting on film camera, by the way. If you bring something to a scene instead of just worrying about getting the scene right. So all of those things you identified, if they're already in the dialogue, if they're already in the scene, maybe we don't need to recreate something the writer's done. Maybe the actress can bring something to it that's not there. So of all the things you said, was there anything that was pure creation? Was purely your adding something to it? Hmm, okay. And if not, can we try that? Okay. Think of it this way. What if we said, okay, here's the audition. We're giving everyone the scene, but we left something out, an emotion an intention, a characteristic. And we want to see who comes up with the best idea. We're looking for people who can contribute to the equation and aren't just going to deliver what's on the page. You have to do that well. You have to understand that and get that down. But that's just the beginning. We need people who are going to come to the film set and bring something and contribute. And that's also going to make you look better on camera. When you guys just play the scene the way it's written, you're getting in the way of the camera capturing what you, Alyssa, bring into the room. Because you're playing a lot of moments and a lot of stuff you figured out and a lot of, all of that wonderful stuff you're doing. Um, I like to say that filmmaking is creating as many uh, moments as you possibly can and then playing as few as possible. So all of your thinking is wonderful, but be strategic, be selective, otherwise it looks general. You're not, you're not coming across as, 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 as well as you could come across because of that. Actors create a lot of things and then they want to show us everything all the time. Make sense? And then everything becomes general. And really you're on a film set and you've done all of that process, but then really to make the film take work, it's what do we highlight? What do we, what do we specify? What do we, it's strategic thinking. We're communicating something to the film camera. If we're trying to communicate everything to the film camera, we'll never communicate anything to the film camera. So think that way. What are we communicating to the film camera? And once you guys do a lot of creating with your, your, your actor's process and your scene analysis process, there's already so much of it in your body, you don't need to recreate it, right? Um, I like to say that uh, create 10 things and play one. And if you can create 10 things and play one, the camera will find the other nine really interesting. You don't play everything all the time. Now, you ha if you come into the room and think the way you and I are talking now, we'll think that's a filmmaker. If you come into the room and think just, um, just the way you're thinking now, I, I might not see either somebody who looks like they belong on film or looks like they belong on set or maybe they look like an acting class actor. So your process is wonderful, everything's wonderful, but it's then what do you do with it? What do you come to the table with? Make sense? Mm -hmm. So auditioning can actually be less of a, a headache than you guys are, are making it. 
you guys are really making it a headache. Um, and I think if we had what you just did on camera, it's not going to look nearly as good as what you would do, what you would look like now if you did it. Um, make sense? It's, it's the art form. It's the aesthetics of the art form. We're selective. You know, if we put light in the lens, we are selective about how we use the light. We're very, same thing. Everything is selective like that. That's it. I loved everything you did. If we did it again, I'd say, just create. Create something that you think, what's missing? Is a broken heart missing? Maybe. Maybe a broken heart is missing. That's not in the script. Is she terrified? Maybe. Aren't we all? That's not in the script. Why is she terrified? You know what I mean? Now mm -hmm. we're playing. And if someone does that, you're not going to violate the script. You're going to bring something to it that we're later on going to go, but that, that Alyssa, she just brought something to it that nobody else did. What was that? Got it? Mm -hmm. So right. it's up to you if we no. move on or she does it yeah. again. Yeah, uh, we move on to the next okay. character. Okay. So um, we're going to play James. You want to reverse the role? That's fine. I mean, okay. uh, yeah, you can do James and you do Brightwood. Brightwood. I must be drinking. Is he okay? Can I talk to him? You're always so pleasant. Good to see you, Michelle. Don't get emotional now. I've missed you, Sheriff. All these years at the agency, and you didn't learn how to lie. Go ahead, just make it quick. Hi, uh, James. Are you okay? I'm, I just want to go home. Well, Sue, what happened? I came to see Mike's friend, and I think I think Leo, Leo was right about him. James, what did I tell you about this? I said, leave it alone. What happened to was what the man was wrong. I know, but something doesn't add up. What about my text? And, and now this guy's dead. Wait, what text? Kathy had my cell phone in here in the box, and someone sent him three texts in Russian. Mitchell, I think he's planning on attack. Do you have his phone? No, I lost him. But you have to believe me. Shot Mike's friend? I want to go home! Look, I know losing Kathy was not easy, but you can't decide to go and play detective all of a sudden. I know you don't believe me. I promise we will look into all of this. Just take me home, please. Cut. That was good. What's your yeah. name again? Ian Park. Yeah. Ian. Ian. That was good, Ian. Um, that, uh, that, um, Looked like somebody who was, you know, working on a film set, working in the film frame, creating something, you know, for the camera, for the movie, for the TV show. That looked really good. Um, what is it you were sort of creating, thinking, doing? Uh, first, um, you know, it's a short, like, two-page script, but there's a lot of guys in here. The appears guys, guys like here, and first of all, like, I look into what relationship they are. And I hear like a Mitchell and James. Apparently, they meet uh, each other before, but they're not that relative. But I, for me, they talk about this like several times, and uh, Mitchell stopped him to leave it alone. But in my, as as James said in the script, like he has a doubt. He doubts about something, 
and like he look into himself, but when he when the Mitchell comes up to him like hi hi James and he already knew she doesn't believe him and she'll gonna like you know, I already told you like you know, like a mother. So like that's why I think that's why he said like I wanna go home. I, w I don't wanna speak anything with you. But when she and the Mitchell ask about the, what happens, like he somehow he feels like maybe I can like I have new proof to show him her. So like I came here the reason why and apparently she said what did, what did I told you like you know but like but like he wanna like reject it like but I find these new things like do you know this like how about this how about that like but in her face I th I guess in her face it doesn't matter so like oh, I knew it I knew it she does so like he gonna stop like to talk with him like her and apparently he has a handcuff and his burden a lot of burden and apparently the detective assume he's uh, sus suspective so like I just I just want to go home please can you um, yeah um, like I said it looked good now um, if 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 you wanted it to look even better mm -hmm. um, just something to think about um, when you were just sort of talking to us and explaining what's going on in the scene mm -hmm. and replaying moments as a way to describe to us. Some of those were even more real than your audition. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, just like, you know, I was saying to Alyssa, if you come in, you know, we're looking for, are you just coming in and playing the scene or are you gonna actually create and help mm -hmm. us? That's one thing. But um, um, the other thing is you guys are sometimes too conscientious as actors. You want everything, you want to get everything in the scene down, you want every moment down, you want every, and they, it ceases to become, well, it starts to become less and less real. And you'll read audition notices a lot these days, they'll say, we want these characters and we want them real. We're looking for real, we're looking for real, we're looking for real. Actors mistakenly think that means make it real, connect and make it real the way they're taught in acting class. That's not what that means. That means real are characters who just look like they're living and breathing and talking. It doesn't look like an actor who's created something. And sometimes you guys are just a little too, you're a little too conscientious of the moment. And if you can, um, the, there's two, there's two things, there's, well, there's a way to think about it, which is you create everything as vividly as you created it. And then what you do is you sort of send your focus in this direction. You pretend that the other person's on camera and you're their reader and you're delivering this thing you created as your reader. You'll look, you'll look so much more real and believable and it will still be vivid. So I tell that to actors all the time. Create something really vivid and then do it as though the other person's auditioning and you're, and you're just giving them, you're the reader. And what you created will be just as big and vivid but it will look completely real. The first take was good. It's gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna uh, get called back where other people wouldn't. But that is what they mean when they talk about real. And it's very simple for an actor. I mean, there are ways for you to start to sort of tweak your work so that you're not taking anything away, only it really does look, oh my gosh, more real, like it's really, really happening. Um, so that's the only thing I would say. That'll just you know, give you a, 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 a further edge. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. Okay, great, moving on. So, Mike, you're going to be um, Detective... Detective Blywood? Right. All right. So... Action. Well, I must be dreaming. Is 
he okay? Can I talk to him? <laughs> You're always so pleasant. Good to see you too, Michelle. I'm getting emotional now. I've missed you too. <laughs> all these years, uh, the agency didn't learn. All these years in the agency. <laughs> Hold on, these lines are a little uh, messed up right here. All these years in the agency, and uh, you don't learn how to lie. Go ahead, just make it quick. Hi, James. Are you okay? Cool. You will soon. What happened? I came to see my next friend. I think. I think Leo was right about him. James, what did I tell you about this? I said leave it alone. What Kathy did with the man was wrong. I know, but something doesn't add up. What my text? And most guys did. Yeah, but text. Because they had most of the dialogue. Yeah. Yes. And you know what I was doing while the scene was happening? And they had all that dialogue? I was looking at your character to see if your character was keeping the story going. Hmm. And a lot of times, you guys are, because again, you're very conscientious, conscientious actors. So you want to, when, when, when I'm, you know, I deliver my lines, then you deliver your lines, and I wait. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's your moment. I'm giving you the moment. Of course, I'm not going to take the moment from you but you're the one who's gonna be on camera. And I had no problem with somebody giving you that audition where the dialogue's going off, because then I'd see, well, how, does he know really how to listen on camera? Can you carry the story? You guys are so gracious to each other and so generous, you forget that when the camera's on you, it's you and only you in every frame, that's your responsibility. And then I turn the camera around, the other person, that's their responsibility. I, um, uh, I wrote a column for Backstage why the film camera likes actors to think like movie stars. And when you guys walk the you know, 12 feet from off camera to on camera, you have to become movie stars. You have to start thinking like movie stars, create like movie stars in the film frame. The, the film camera wants you to. And then when we call cut, you can go back to your seat and you become the wonderful, lovable, you know, sweet uh, person that we all love working with. But it's your obligation in the film frame to make it all about your character. We want to cut back to you at any point and have the story go on. Make sense? So you just fill it with you know, I'm listening, actively listening, imagining story, thinking, anything, just to show that you're keeping the story going. But a lot, I'll see that with a lot of actors, you know, and there's a speech, and then they're just, they're doing a really good job of, of looking and listening and waiting. And you need to, even if you're not doing anything, you need to think and feel, your mind needs to be going through things, your heart needs to be beating, things need to be going. You know, it's a really good time to think like a silent movie. <laughs> and fill that with a story. And that, that can get you an audition, because a lot of times that's, you know, we need that on set. So okay. think about that. Otherwise, it was great when you were talking. Cool, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I thought I would have said <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, but you, could, you could stay and pretend like, you know, you watch what's going on as she's talking to him, because yeah. in the film, you, you're the supervisor. Mm -hmm. I'm still there. Yeah, you just want to make sure she doesn't influence the witness. And, uh, I, I mean, actually, the suspect is a suspect right now. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. just, and you don't trust her. Okay. I mean, I'm going to give you too much. I see actors get these auditions. I don't know. You guys tell me where it's this, it's exactly that. Their character has two lines here, and then a page yeah. later, a line here. And, and what are you doing during all of that other stuff? You're yeah. carrying the story. Yeah, yeah. You're carrying the story. Mm -hmm. as, though you had, as though you had responses, yeah. as though you had lines. Right. You have thoughts. Yeah. Right. The music is just important as the as the silence. Or exactly. The, silence. Well, the silence are very important. Yeah. yeah. Music, Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So let's switch, guys. Okay. You ready, Kevin? Uh, yeah. Action. Is he okay? Can I talk to him? You're always so pleasant. 
Good to see you too, Michelle. Don't get emotional now. I've missed you too. All this here is about diamonds, and you didn't learn how to lie. Go ahead. Smack it away. Hi, James. Are you okay? I'm not alone. No. I want to go home. You will, Sue. What happened? Uh, I came to see Mike's friend. I think, I think Leah was right about him. James, what did I tell you about this? I said leave it alone. What Kathy did to that man was wrong. I know, but something doesn't add up. What about Mike's texts? And now this guy's dead. Wait, what texts? Kathy had Mike's cell phone hidden, hidden in a box. Someone, someone sent him three texts in Russian. Michelle, I think, I think he's planning on an attack. Do you have his phone? No. I lost it. But, but you have to believe me. Did you see who shot Mike's friend? I want to go home. Look, I know losing Kathy was not easy, but you can't decide to go play detective all of a sudden. I know you don't believe me. I promise we will look into all of this. Take me home. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I can't really add anything to it. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. That looked really good. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. Not bad for one take. <laughs> the one out of four, yeah. <laughs> Three more to go. <laughs> um, can you describe your character for me? Um, this is a character in desperation, so what I know, I don't know this person. Yeah. Um, what I took from the scene is this is my only help that I've had. Um, I toyed with maybe, I, don't, I haven't talked to anyone all day, you know, I've been in isolation for a while. Um, and I maybe heard they were talking about me outside. So that was it. Somehow I knew that my trust had to be with this person right now. Okay, like I said, that was a good audition. Um, but you realize you haven't told me who your character is yet. Who my character is? I asked you about your character. I see. And you've described the scene and the situation and the relationships. I'm still waiting for you to tell me who the character is. I wouldn't recognize your character if I ran into them in a dark closet. <laughs> totally. Because you haven't defined it yet. Mm -hmm. I still think you're good. I mean, you're, you're way ahead of, you're getting a call back. You're, but just, you know, who is to up your game. You guys are taught that you are the character, the character is you. And so you don't create a character. Your character is a scene contingent. And you guys need to start creating your characters as they existed before the story started. I am who I am wherever I am, and then different situations bring out different sides of me, but I'm not dependent, you know, I'm not dependent on the material. So I think like you're good, you get a callback, um, but as it goes up the ladder, is somebody else going to, because you're landing nicely and you're filling the frame, you're doing what you're supposed to do, but you guys aren't taught to really create character. And not characters that's anything different from you, but versions of yourself that are character, because you guys are taught, like I said, you are the character, character is you and anything's possible. So I would just, you know, for your, just, just think about it. Think about character. I see with actors, you know, they'll come and, and I'll be working with them and they're getting ready for an audition and I'll say, where's the character breakdown? 
and they'll say, oh, um, <laughs> yeah. it's on my phone. Because what happens is you guys get the character breakdown and you get a scene and you look at the character breakdown and you go, yeah, I got it and throw it away. And then you want to rip into the scene and start doing the analysis and start doing all the stuff you guys were taught to do and you've thrown away the most important part. This is what we're looking for. So think about character separate from the story. That'll add a layer to the wonderful thing you just did. Um, and it's not, it's just a version of you. Make sense? Oh, that was yeah. Really Keep that in mind, but great. That was great. Okay, so Michelle, so you're gonna be Adam now. You're gonna play Adam. Okay. So. Can you find James? Oh, James, sorry. I just wanna say about that last thing, you know, and I know these days they make it difficult for actors because they don't give you character breakdowns. So they'll sometimes just give you the scene and right. you're, you're all alone with the scene. There are still ways to create character that's more specific than you know, I am the character of the character's me. Absolutely. Using the scene, but. And then sometimes I, I was working with the actor the other day and he, um, uh, he can't, you know, he said, um, I said, where's the character? He, I go, is it a drama? Is it a comedy? What's the character breakdown? What do they give you? He goes, no, 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 we don't have, that's all they gave me was the script. And I said, um, are you sure? Can you call your agent? Can you t check with your agent? Sure enough, there was more. And he was way off base and was about to send in something that was way off base, but he got the information from his agent. He was afraid to ask his agent for the information. He didn't seem high maintenance. <laughs> it's your career, you know? Yeah. So. Everybody? Okay. Action. That must be dreaming. Is he okay? Can I talk to him? You're always talking to him. see him, Michelle. Don't get emotional now. I've missed you too. All these years at the agency, and you didn't learn how to lie. Go ahead. Just make it quick. Hi, James. Are you okay? I'm on the wall. You will soon. What happened? Uh, I came to see Matt's friend. I think Leah was right about him. James, what did I tell you about this? I said leave it alone. What Kathy did with the man was wrong. I know, but, but something doesn't add up. What about Mike's texts? And now this guy's dead. What, what texts? Kathy had Mike's cell phone even in the box. Uh, Someone sent him text in Russian. Michelle, I, I think he's banging a deck. Do you have his phone? No, I, I lost it, but, but you have to believe me. Hey, did you see who shot Mike's friend? I want to go home. Look, I know losing Kathy was not easy, okay? But you cannot decide to go and play detective all of a sudden. I know you don't believe me. I promise we will look into all this. Take me home, please. Good. That was good. Mm -hmm. That was really good. Um, can you share your actor thinking with me, your creative thinking? Sure. Um, as many people have said before, I do look at the relationships between the characters. Sure, and of course. I try to draw something about Michelle that isn't in the script. Um, so for me, she is somebody that is my character breakdown of Michelle is that she is obviously serious because she's in the CIA. And when you are in the CIA, there's a, this sense of dissonance and 
um, kind of like a separation that you have to have from your work or else it affects you personally and you cannot be in this field. So, you know, she has this detachment from her work in a way to a point where she cares about, you know, the case and the char- and the people that are involved in the case. And But she also is matter of fact and she's to the point about, you know, getting information and getting her job done. And, um, and I kind of try to apply that. And then... Um, I see her as somebody who is young, but she's obviously really bright and intelligent and can work in this field. And so I try to apply that in relation to who I am because I have to embody the character in a way. And, you know, I do look young, so is it a believable thing for me to to be the CIA agent, you know, to be doing this? And what can I bring in terms of how she is emotionally, you know? So that's kind of... Yeah, that all sounds great. Um, and there might not be an answer to this, or the answer might be no, but if, um, if we were working together on set and I said, let's not worry about the scene, let's play the story. Let's play the story of her life. Let's play the story, the big story that's happening. Let's create that and, and play the scene that way, thinking about the big story, her big story. The, the, the profundity of her life and what's going on. Would that be different than what you just created? Um, yeah, I, de- I definitely think that I, you know, am seeking to draw things outside the box, you know, so that's definitely a great note. Um, I would love to play a character that has, that, you know, brings a complexity to the script and to the set that is beyond just what it reads, you know, and, and is a full and true, real depiction of who Michelle is, you know, that you can bring, I mean, and I think that's what separates somebody who's successful from somebody who maybe just maybe booking the audition based on a look, is the ability to create like a bigger, yes. um, you know, profound character. Right. In this entire project, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sometimes I think actors, um, uh, they're so in getting down the minutia mm-hmm. that their choice becomes small. That wasn't the case here, but. You know what I mean? Uh, getting all of that stuff is great, but then if you can always be thinking about the story mm-hmm. and the person's life, you know. Um, um, I publish these clever actor tips on, on Twitter and Facebook, and, I'm, and, and they're sort of popular. And um, one of them goes like this. The why behind every scene is because your life depends on it. You know, make a profound choice, and sometimes mm-hmm. the wonderful thinking guys do, I think, can get caught up in the minutia mm-hmm. um, for what it's worth. But it was good, I liked it. Thank you. Great, thank you. Mino? Yes. Ready? Yes. Okay. I must be dreaming. Is he okay? Can I talk to him? You're always so pleasant. Good to see you again, Michelle. Don't get emotional now. I've missed you too. All these years at the agency, and you didn't learn how to lie. Just go ahead, just make it quick. Hi, James. Are you okay? I want to go home. You feel sick. What happened? I came to see Mike's friend. I think, I think Leah was right about him. James, what have I told you about this? I said leave it alone. What Kathy did with the man was wrong. I know, but. Something doesn't add up. What about Mike's text? And 
Looks good. Carry the story nicely. It was good. I was watching you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a detective, right? Yep. Uh, what kind of a detective? I'm more like, this is a high, like a CIA, but I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about the relationship right now. Sure. And I, had, I had a feeling that I had a crush on her. They like her, try to seduce her, but but the choice I didn't want to make it too big of a choice. I was thinking about going some over the top, but yeah. I don't think it would make sense in the scene. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so like, and then at this time I got a little what do you call it, nervous, so I had to use that energy. So yeah, try to be honest. Ooh, but <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. Yeah. That was yeah, yeah. They're all great. Yeah, fantastic. So now I'm going to open up for questions. You guys have any questions for John? We want you guys to create big, bold, vivid choices, but of course, the bigger the choice, the more you have to underplay it, and that's a discipline. Actors like to give a lot of room to a big choice, a bold choice, because they think it needs a lot of room to breathe. In the film frame, it's the opposite. The bigger the choice, the smaller you play it. You have to pull it in, rein it in, or get away from you very quickly. So that's the art of it. Um, otherwise, as long as you're not violating the material, um, there's a, a lot of different ways to do a scene. Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do a scene as long as you're not violating the material. Um, we're trying to actually bring out possibility. So we're not going to fault you for a really bold idea as long as you can pull it off and it's not a violation of the material. Um, I would never add a line or change a line. I wouldn't do that. Um, I'm pretty sure in television you just won't get hired because television is a, a writer's medium, um, and and right, you know writers are as picky about their work as you're about you are about yours. And then also television's a machine. There is absolutely no time to cut around your line or figure out how to make things work or help the you know we don't we don't cater to the actor's performance. You have to step up and step in. That's your job. Yeah. A film might be might they might a film might be a little more. But it depends on the filmmaker. I, I wouldn't chance it, though. Would you ever bring it up to them, maybe say, hey, I thought I had an idea or something like that? In the audition. Uh, maybe not the audition. But, uh, I'd say if you get cast, you can have all the ideas you want. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, along those lines. Along the yeah. lines of, can I try this line? Or can I, you know, I would wait until you have a relationship. They're, they're, they're going to run, I think. Okay. If they sense that somebody's going to be doing that, yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with their yeah. creative, um, like and, right. And, and, and although this is not the case, as I'm sure you all know, but ideally, our job is to all come together and work together to make a film together and move it forward together. Um, not always the case, but that's the, that's the idea. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Any more specific question? For an actors should like. The acting should be different between the medium shot and the close-ups, or because like I get really confused when you try to act, and they say well, it's a close-up. Do I have to like you know how actors said in the close-up, do not blink your eyes and stuff like that? Or I can solve that for you. Mm -hmm. um, do everything as though you're doing a close-up. Everything, even the medium shots. Absolutely. Oh, okay. 
I mean, unless they're, they're going to stage some movement or whatever. But again, actors, they, they want to know, they're always saying, what's my framing, what's my frame? Because they want to know how much room they have to move in the film frame. If you're wondering how much room you have to move in the film frame, you don't understand the film frame. It's not about how can I move. So when you think about how much room you have in the film frame, here's what you should do. You go to the very center of the frame and you draw a very little keyhole. And that's your frame. Get your emotion, get your work to go through the keyhole. Just because the frame's there doesn't mean, oh, I get to move around a lot. Mm -hmm. That's not at all. You should always be thinking, just for your own sake, for safety. You know? safety. And you can still create big and vivid um, and on a dime. You know? Make sense? Good. Thank you. Yeah. And there's actually not that much difference between medium and close-up, but I was just saying in general. Think that way. Um, are you facilitating any classes right now? Or do you... Uh, yes, I run something called the Actors Arsenal which um, I do uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday mornings. I don't work with more than eight to 10 people each day. Everyone works on camera two or three times. It's all on camera. And it's part class, part working set. I'm trying to condition actors to think like filmmakers all the time. So I'm cinematically empowering the room while catering what we do to everyone's individual career. And people can walk away with their footage and work on whatever they're working on out there. Um, and uh, the company is Blue Swan Films, so blueswanfilms.com will tell you about I the actors' arsenal. Link. Yeah. Oh. Um, and at least come by, you should all come by just for a complimentary yes. session. And even if you don't like it, you're going to get a lot out of the one session. I mean, you know. So I definitely, definitely do that. Yes, definitely so. do that. You'll love it. And we could day. Yeah, absolutely be fun. <laughs> to visit John yeah, absolutely. Way it is. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that you teach or are you you know because some people will teach their classes and say oh I'm a method coach or I'm a Meisner coach um, I, um, I, I kid you not it would be called the John Swanbeck technique <laughs> okay. I know there are actually a couple of, there are actually a couple of small studios in New York and a couple of in Atlanta That's that amazing. teach I have a book out called how to steal the scene and end up playing the lead and they teach the techniques from that um, and uh, I, 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 I made it up I, I designed it on my own uh, about 10 or 15 years ago when I first looked through a film camera, I realized, well, I, I thought, I understand this in a way that nobody else has. I really do think I have a unique take, a unique approach mm -hmm. on the film camera with yeah. regards to creating film performances. And so then I sort of set out on a mission and I started to put it into writing about three or four years ago and then we just started the YouTube channel. So it is the technique and approach that I've designed, you know. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And oh, thank I you guys. I'm honored to have such insightful feedback from you. So, oh, thank you're you. welcome. Thank you, guys. It was great. I think my work is done. Yeah, I just want to thank each and every one of you. I'm going to send you a link, and I'm going to make a recording with John, and yeah. we're going to make a field trip. Yes. Oh, that'd be great. Yes. <laughs> we're going to bring the pizza. <laughs> and, and we're... And Promise. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> Promise. I want a big thank you to John. Thank you so much oh, for coming, John. No, thank John. you, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank Anything you. anyone wants to plug since uh, we're still here? Uh, yeah, I got a plug. Okay, go ahead. Make right. it quick. <laughs> uh, just keep a lookout for a new game show app called Celebrity Squared coming out. It's, oh. a, it's a fun little app. So. That's great. Anywhere else? Um, also, I'm in a musical for French called Society, the social media shaming musical, which is um, June 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 9th, 10th, and 11th, and that should be a lot of fun at the Hudson Theater. Oh, perfect. Anybody else? Anything to plug? No. I'll just have to one more time say the YouTube channel is Get Cinematic with John Swanbeck. 
I'll put on the web, on my website as oh, well. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. And uh, I will send you a link, and I will coordinate with John, and we'll make a date, uh, see what days, and we'll all go together. That would be fantastic. Phenomenal. Yeah, it'd be absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. John, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so... Uh, Let's move on. Thank you so much. Thank you all. Thank you, the audience, for listening. Thank you for um, retweeting and tweeting on uh, our Twitter account, Acting Out with Cleo. I really appreciate the number is growing daily, and I'm so thankful for all of you for following us on Twitter, also on Facebook. Check our website, Acting Out with Cleo, for future shows. And if you want to be on the show, shoot me an email to the website, actingoutwithcleo.com. Uh, until then, I want to wish you a wonderful day. Looking forward to speaking with you soon. Bye.